Welcome to this week's edition of JM Rewind. JM Rewind gives us an opportunity to check out some of the recent guests we've spoken to on JM and the AM. This past Thursday, we had the opportunity to spend the morning in Woodmere with the Jewish National Fund. And we'll feature some of the interviews that we um, were able to conduct that Thursday morning with JNF. We'll start with Yoel Rosby, Initiatives Coordinator in Israel for JNF, located in Jerusalem. My conversation with Yoel Rosby kicks things off in this edition of JM Rewind at the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, well, Yoel Rosby is with us live via telephone. Yoel's been with us before. We love talking about this topic of going north and blueprint Negev and uh, what it's like to deal with tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of people who have this desire to expand the presence in the land of Israel, in the state of Israel. Yoel Rosby is Initiatives Coordinator for JNF in Israel. He's located in Jerusalem. Yoel, shalom. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom. It's good to be here, Nachum. I appreciate that very much. And I can only imagine how well these projects are going. Uh, you, are, you know, you could have a project and you could tell people that you'd like to see uh, more presence in the north and more presence in the Negev, but without those pioneers, without those young and old who are willing to make the move, the uh, entire project would be impossible to implement. What's it like working with those pioneers and seeing that pioneering spirit on a regular basis? Uh, you, you hit right at the gut there. First of all, you could not be more correct. It is an honor and a pleasure to work uh, with our lay leadership and our executive management here at uh, JNF and the JNF family. We have over 736 active initiatives wow. throughout the land of Israel. And it's funny, you say the word pioneers, and, and you couldn't be more correct on that also. I like to call them 2018 pioneers, almost 2019. You know, when you look at the brick and mortar of what we're doing, you have to take a step back and ask yourself, what is the true resource of our people? What is the true resource of the land of Israel? And the answer is it's simple. Yiddishkeit itself, the Jewish people themselves, our soul, our neshama, and the land of, of Eretz Israel, Israel, is everything. And that's all we have to do in the JNF, the Jewish people, the diaspora, and all around the world, of course, is just harness that and take it and leverage it to uh, continue the beautiful startup nation that is 70 years young and has many, many generations of beautiful, prosperous future. And that's what we're doing. Uh, I mean, we just heard from Eric about the Culinary Institute yeah. and the Global Zionist Village. <laughs> that these was is, great. These are groundbreaking, <laughs> but if you look at it from a step back, it's about perception, like you said. You know, if you tell someone from uh, the Upper East Side to move to Boston, New Hampshire, they'll probably ask you, is that on the map? Right. Or if you ask the people in Boston, New Hampshire, and they'll say this is the most beautiful oasis in the world, and it's about perception. So all we need to do is connect the dots between startup nation that we have going for us, that the world knows us for, that countries that have never spoken to us for various reasons are now talking to us and working with us and trading with us, and just show them that if we harness a little bit more of our natural resources here in Israel, mainly the people, uh, the future is endless. And the example you just gave is so amazing because uh, you, you proposed to somebody here, as you just said, you know, switch cities in America, and they have no desire to do it. There, you're dealing with people who have the desire already. They just need to know what to do. They just need to know, you know, okay, procedurally now, how do I proceed in order to make this happen? And you guys, of course, have put all of that in place, and you give them the opportunities to go north, to go to the Negev, and once they find out all the details, they're ready to do it because that spirit is already there. 
It, it, it's so true. I made Aliyah from Chicago in 1998. I got a hot pretzel in the old terminal, and they told me good luck. My <laughs> wife made Aliyah from Queens, New York, with Nefesh Benefesh, one of our JNF partners, right. in 2009. And she was greeted with a warm hug. And it's just so, it's, you can see the transition. That's my personal Aliyah story. You see the transition and the beautiful development of country that we are in, live in today. Uh, slowly but surely, the people that say customer service is the only thing that Israel can do are suddenly, slowly but surely, being proved wrong. And and that's how we do it. We harness the resource in Israel with our partnerships throughout the country, with the mayors, the municipalities, the ministers, and the government that we're working with, because we're not here to replace them. We're just here to lend a helping hand. And that is exactly what every single JNF supporter, every single lay leader, every single person that's willing to roll up their sleeves and get to work with us is doing lending a helping hand to those pioneers that are on the frontier. But if you ask them, where do you live? They don't even know what the word frontier is because they say, this is home. This is not somewhere Yoel, can consider a frontier. Oh, that's for sure. Yoel, uh, give, give me a good example, um, a, a town maybe or a little area that's being developed, both North and Negev, that we have not yet mentioned on this morning show, give me a good example of uh, where we'd be really proud that a group of people has decided to move to, or that's you know a, a small town that's really developing in both areas. I mean, it's simple. I'll give you the city of Arad. Hmm. The city of Arad, uh, its future, its history. You you can Google. We don't have enough time here, but in <laughs> short, uh, uh, let's just say low social economic individuals that were moving and making Aliyah a living designer's dream, but just didn't have the means to fulfill to its uh, uh, to its fullest. Uh, let's just say we're we're placed in Arad. It was it was a factory town. It was a town that uh, slowly but surely uh, negative growth, as they say, and. Uh, uh, new leadership came in, and we partnered with them slowly but surely. And not only is are we building one of the most gorgeous central parks there, but also slowly but surely they're building up from themselves because they're realizing that people from around the world believe in them. And they're like, wait, it's this guy from Brooklyn, New York, and that Long Island, and Mrs. Schwartz from Brooklyn believe in us. Why shouldn't we believe in us? And now the first racetrack, the Formula One, no released <laughs> Is in Arad and uh, and an airfield. That's active and already. We're the now and it, and wow. and this and this is slowly but surely is what we're doing. It's about leveraging the belief and the Zionism. It's called City of Arad. We believe in you. Just believe in yourself. And you see it in Mitzperamon and in Kiryat Shmona and in Be'er Sheva. You know the famous story is if you ask someone from Be'er Sheva, you ask someone from Tel Aviv. How far is the drive from Tel Aviv to Beersheba? It tells you three hours and 20 minutes. When you ask someone from Beersheba, how far is the drive to Tel Aviv? They tell you an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> it's the same roads with the same bad Israeli drivers, I know, because I'm one of them. And, and it's about perception. And the next is the Gullinary Institute. We're going to bring chefs from around the world to teach in the Institute because they need to realize that Israel is not a theme of the past. Israel is a theme of the future. Israel is our homeland, and we're going to harness it and beautiful and make sure it has the most beautiful future ever. And uh, and 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 on the way, Al Haderech, as they say, we're building some projects as well. 
You're going to have to add some food tours to the uh, JNF travel. Uh, they're on the calendar already, right? Yeah, I knew it. I I'm knew they'd be. Hungry yeah, J- Jody's, I'm uh, hungry. Jody's confirming that they're already on the calendar because uh, this is one of the hottest areas around, of course, when it comes to trying out food from around the world. And Israel has proven to be at the top of the list for so many people when it comes to that area. Tell me a drop more about this racetrack. Is it active already down there? Oh, it's it's active. It's active. The uh, Robin Hospitality over there. They are uh, they're racing. You have a couple of Israelis that think uh, they know how to drive there. Uh, no, but seriously, it's 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 a sight for it's 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 beautiful. You know why? Because you're driving, and, and then you think this is desert. This is desert, and then suddenly you see it blooming. Uh, piece after piece, and if I would tell you what's going on in the Yair R&D Center, Research and Development Center, and the Special Arava, that has been one of our flagship pieces of Blueprint Negative over the last 10 years, uh, uh, you would see that they're literally creating grains of rice that can withstand droughts and floods that may solve some of the issues we have in world hunger. It's not just about building the homeland, it's about making the world a better place. And it's about the most impact you can have for the dollar invested in the land of Israel and the Jewish people. You know, and this is what we're trying to do. You know, Yoel, we, we emphasize on this show so often how the world is now coming to the feet, thank God, of, of Israel. How, uh, you know, world leaders are dying for for meetings with the prime minister and they are so desperate for technology you just mentioned uh, you know hunger prevention measures imagine how many you know countries are desperate for that type of technology uh we have to recognize that it's not just uh it's not not only the citizens of israel but organized efforts like jnf that that fund all these projects and are able to uh, bring these types of projects to fruition and these are some of the things that the world like the water of course that is so you know so well known uh, the water technology, this is some of the things that the world is desperate for. Uh, it, it, you couldn't be more correct. The water mission, our H2O mission, our Jewish National Fund water mission that comes from all around the United States, comes here, meets with their counterparts and professionals in the field, uh, are simply blown away. Uh, the the uh, faculty fellowship where we have professors from around the United States, Jews, non-Jews, coming to Israel through the JNF program and learning what the real academic uh, growth of Israel is and what our true intellectual property, so to speak, could be and what it can do for the world, it, it, doors are opening. Not only are they oh, seeing boy. the real Jewish people and the real Israel, they're also creating partnerships, and they're starting working on studies and, and trials together, and this is just the beginning. Amazing. This is just the beginning. Amazing. Yoel Rosby, Initiatives Coordinator in Israel, located in Jerusalem with JNF, of course. Uh, best regards to those who are going north and south, and thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. Great to be here. Have a good day, everyone. Uh, there he is, Yoel Rosby, great guest. Uh, every, you know, I, I don't know how anybody listening to this show um, it cannot feel what I'm feeling this morning. Already such a, uh, an incredible connection with our brothers and sisters in Israel through the Jewish National Fund. With the work they're doing there is remarkable. It's incredible. We are making a very strong recommendation um, that everybody out there who, um, who feels it like we do uh, donate to the JNF, keep them going, get involved in your local chapters, and we'll talk more about that later on. Go to JNF.org for more information, JNF.org. And by the way, I mentioned just a moment ago about different types of tours. They have every tour of Israel you can imagine. If you're a doctor, they have a special tour for you. If you're a retiree, they have a special tour for you. Uh, for, if you're a major supporter or would like to become one, they have a major tour for you as well. 
Uh, they, if you're single, if you're single between 30 and 45, JNF has a special tour of Israel for you. So you can check that out uh, at jnf.org slash travel, jnf.org slash travel. More coming up. You are listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM and the AM live from Gotta Get a Bagel, located at 1039 Broadway in Woodmere. And you're listening to the Nahum Siegel Network. <laughs> of sages down through the ages lead us weary travelers lead us all home and the message we carry is life and the life that we live is forever others have all come and gone we carry on yes we carry on through the land our mothers were kept in their prayers, preserved in the tears of knowing old eyes. The angels keep guard along a road that's been hard, but to the children of Jacob it's always been shown. And the message we carry is life, and the life that we live is forever. Others have all come and gone, but we carry on, yes we carry on, to the land of our children, their future, their right, returning together with voices in song, bringing joy to the fathers and mothers and sages, the table is set, let the hungry come on. Message they'll carry is life, and the life that they'll live is forever. Others have all come and gone, but we carry on. Yes, we carry on. we carry is life and the life that we live is forever others have all come and gone we carry on yes we carry on carry on
That was my conversation with Yoel Rosby. Next up, Sharona Thal, Long Island Campaign Executive at the Jewish National Fund on the topic of JNF and the five towns in the Long Island area. My conversation with Sharona Thal is next here at JM Rewind at the Nahum Siegel Network. Well, one of the people who is, who is in fact, working with JNF at this point <laughs> and did not have to leave her radio career to do it is Sharona Thal. Sharona is campaign executive here on Long Island. And um, first of all, thank you for welcoming us to Long Island. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Uh, this uh, has the potential to be an amazing hub of support for Israel and for JNF, that's for sure. Absolutely. How long have you been in this uh, position? So I've been with JNF just over two years, but I've been a campaign executive in the five towns and in Long Island since uh, Pesach. So. And what has the reaction been in the five towns and Long Island? Are there people who are ready to make a commitment to help grow the organization? So it's been awesome. I mean, this is a, an incredible community, as you know. Right, that's um, true. We are a wonderful, philanthropic, and, uh, and really committed community. Um, but I am definitely uh, encouraged and excited to get JNF more on the uh, forefront of, uh, of the five towns. Anything we could do to help with that, believe me, we will do, because uh, we know how important the organization is. Just the first hour this morning, which, of course concentrated on people who are based in Israel, just the first hour this morning uh, gave us, I don't know, 20, 30 different projects <laughs> that somehow made, it, made their way into our conversations that are going on. And that might be, by the way, the most difficult part of all this is keeping track of everything that JNF is doing. So we do. What I like to say is that uh, JNF is really the one-stop shop yeah, you know, for, for sure. Israel. So, you know, there, there are so many projects, but one of the exciting things is, is that basically anything that you want to do in Israel, JNF does. So if you're into water, if you're into special needs, if you're into trees, certainly. Um, if, if you're, you're into, into firefighting. If you're into firefighting, if you're into R&D, <laughs> right. JNF JNF is the place for you to... And uh, education. And education, absolutely. It really is amazing. Um, Sharona Thal is with us, Long Island Campaign Executive. Uh, So we're talking about uh, helping people understand why JNF should be such a priority for them. It is 10 days before the end of the year. We're encouraging our listeners to give as generously as possible to JNF. Uh, to try to include it in their list of charities. Um, I believe it's an amazing way to connect with Israel. I'm sure as you meet more and more people who are more and more involved, they even though they're not living there, they feel a tremendous kinship to Israel. Absolutely. So the exciting part is, you know, with my job is that I... Everyone here loves Israel. We all love Israel, and we all have something that is, you know, connects us to, to Israel in whatever way we feel. Um, and when I, you know, I'm able to present our, our programs and our projects and our partners, and something always speaks to someone. Um, and uh, absolutely, I need more people to get involved, and I definitely want people as year-end to consider uh, giving to JNF. 100%, and, and we're going to keep encouraging them. All right, Long Island JNF Women for Israel. Tell us what that's about. So this has been really one of my... Uh, my favorite parts of what I'm doing. Um, women really are, you know, strong and and uh, and powerful, and we do great things and uh, tend to lead the family in in, in the decisions that uh, that we make, certainly financially and, uh, and otherwise. Um, so I've really had the opportunity to get to meet some incredibly uh, strong, like-minded, philanthropic women, um, and create this Women for Israel, both on the North Shore and the South Shore. 
Um, we've done some really fun events that just kind of bring us together um, as a group. We've had in a great uh, paint and taste night where we, uh, we tasted wines from all over Israel, uh, learned about those regions. We had uh, on Giving Tuesday not too long ago, we had this amazing spin class, which was called Spin Through Israel. <laughs> so uh, while we burned all the calories that we had here at uh, Gotta Get a Bagel, we sat on our spin bikes, we listened to incredible Israeli music, and we actually had beautiful... Um, videos in front of us so you can actually felt like you yeah That's so you great. felt like you were uh, spinning great. through Israel um, and I encourage women to get involved, um, to join what we're doing, to learn about the different projects we have in Israel. We have two amazing events coming up. They are. Um, so in February, um, on the North Shore, we're going to be having Talit Sur, who's our chief Israel emissary and who is fascinating, um, have a parlor meeting of sorts talking about women and water. Um, obviously, you know, water is quite an issue in Israel. Um, and it is the way that Tali is able to present it to us um, it is, in, is in a really fun and uh, educational but inspiring way. Nice. Um, so that'll be in February, and I'll get you guys sure. some information. And then March uh, is Jewish Disabilities Month. Uh, this is something that is, is near and dear to me. And it's amazing how many people don't even realize the role JNF plays in this area. So it really, really is amazing. I, I know that a lot of people, you know, you think of JNF, you think mm -hmm. of trees, you think of our blue box. And a hundred um, other things, but most people don't think things. of the disabled. So we have a really strong, incredible, one of my uh, favorite parts amongst many, um, uh, special needs and disabilities task force. Uh, we do everything from um, have special in uniform, which is incorporating special needs individuals into the army in Israel. One of the Israel. best programs in Israel it's that everyone can't help but smile every time they see it. Correct. And if actually, if you ever go to Israel, oh. let me know and I'll... No and other I'll country has it, by the way, that we know of. Correct. Um, we have Lotem, which is a nature uh, preserve, which is uh, open to people with all abilities and disabilities. Right. Um, we have Grow Feet, which is an incredible hmm. riding academy for individuals. Oh, right, of course. So, um, so Led by a wonderful uh, person we've spoken to on the air. Right? Awesome, awesome, right. awesome. So March is Jewish Disabilities Month. Right. Um, my Women for Israel group, and I encourage you all to come, is having a pre-Passover boutique <laughs> along with an incredible speaker who is at our JNF National Conference named Izzy Azigui. Izzy is a one-armed sharp. Yes, we saw him at uh, we saw him at the FIDF dinner, right? He speaks he's everywhere. He's amazing. Awesome. He's amazing. So His Izzy family's amazing. They're great. Yeah. So he uh, he's he's a lot of fun. He's great to listen to. He'll be our speaker on March 26th um, at Kulanu <laughs> at the Kulanu building wow. in Cedarhurst. So come on. That's a great partnership, it's right there. A great partnership. Uh, so you can come do a little Pesach shopping and then. Uh, and he uh, makes a lot of fun of his own situation. He's, he's incredible. He really. He's a lot of. Fun. He is a, a lot, lot of fun. fun. That's great. All right. Yeah. A lot of things going on. A lot yeah, of things absolutely. going on. Yeah. Uh, Sharona's email, S uh, Thal, T H A L L at JNF.org. And you can call the office at 516 678 6805. All the information, of course, is up on the uh, website. Uh, for, for a moment, because I know Carrie's going to be joining us at, at some point. Um, um, but we'll, I guess we'll go into more detail Absolutely. when she's on. We'll go into Carrie more detail about the. Absolutely, my president, and she'll be happy to fill right, you in. Right, she'll do the lay leader 
aspect of the she whole will. JNF for women. You got it. If she's as enthusiastic about it as you are, then we're in good shape, I to say the least. I got some great women, and I can use some more. That's wonderful. All right, so everybody out there, uh, this is something that uh, we've always encouraged everyone to do in every community, and that's get involved with JNF and to continue this amazing bridge that they've created between Israel and the diaspora. And now on Long Island, it looks like it's as active as ever. It so. is, and, and I really encourage everyone to get in touch with me, and uh, we'll definitely connect you to something that speaks to you and that you'll be proud to be involved. You know, there's a large Jewish community out here on Long Island. You a know few, about we've that. We've got a few. So, got, you we, know, we, you have tremendous <laughs> potential out absolutely. here. Absolutely. And if we could be of any help, you make sure to let us know. Thank you so much. All right, Sharota, thank you very much. Thank you for hosting us here today. And uh, we are in Woodmere. We're at Gotta Get a Bagel at 1039 Broadway, everybody. You can stop by, certainly, and you can be part of this radio broadcast. Uh, we also encourage everybody to give as generously as possible. Have you checked the calendar? December 20th. That means just a few days left to 2018. And JNF is one of the amazing causes uh, that we encourage you to um, uh, participate in and to give to. Um, Year-end donations are, uh, are much appreciated. Go to jnf.org, jnf.org, and participate in that manner. More coming up. It is a Thursday at JM in the AM. That was my conversation with Sharona Thal. Next up is Rabbi Heshi Billet, Rabbi the Young Israel of Woodmere, who joined us during the Jewish National Fund show this past Thursday at the Nahum Siegel Network. How could we possibly come to Woodmere without being welcomed and recognized by the Rabbi of the Young Israel of Woodmere for the past how many years? Almost 39. Almost 39 years. Rabbi Heshi Billet, what an honor it is to have you back on JM and the AM. Good morning, Rabbi Billet. It's, it's really a pleasure to be here. I don't know why I'm not here more often. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> we, we have to make sure you make more appearances here on the broadcast. That's right. At the rate, at the rate you pay, I'll, become a, I'll, I'll be in the poorhouse. <laughs> I see you for our reputation precedes us, I see. Absolutely. First, <laughs> first of all, how are things at the Young Israel of Woodmere? Uh, I was there this morning. and Doing well? A lot of people come, coming to pray. Obviously, they need a lot of things. So I assume they're praying for health, wealth, and um, nachas from their children, and nachas from JNF. JNF's on everyone's mind. And why is that? Why would JNF be on everyone's mind? Because if you care about Israel, you have to care about JNF, especially JNF USA. You know, JNF USA is an independent organization. Right. It's not part of the. It, it, it's, it's affiliated with the Greater Karen Kayemet in Israel, but it is an independent organization. And it's a great organization. You know, how many organizations uh, uh, that are so old and uh, so well-known have such a high rating by uh, charity monitors? Uh, it's an incredible organization. They do so many important things in Israel. The number of programs, the number of uh, projects that we've already discussed this morning is unbelievable uh, in every area of Israeli life that you can imagine, whether it's uh, expanding Israel through the pioneering efforts of those who want to go north or go south, uh, whether it's all the security concerns that JNF takes care of for many different towns in Israel, education, which we just spent a whole segment on in terms of uh, just trying to educate uh, Jews here in the U.S. about Israel. I mean, the, 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 and there's so many more. I mean, it's just incredible. What was the first involvement you remember about being involved with JNF? My mother. Uh, my mother used to work for JNF on East 69th Street. Is it East 69th Street? Uh, and I, when I was off from school, and uh, my mother didn't want to leave me home alone because I would probably wreck the house, uh, she used to take me to work, and I used to stuff envelopes and uh, seal envelopes, and I used to work uh, at, at JNF. And I, you know, as a little boy, I remember the blue pushkas, uh, the charity boxes. It was, 
and you know, just fond memories of JNF. It was my first exposure to Israel, per se. Of course, I didn't know what exactly Jewish National Fund meant then. Right. I, I have a much greater understanding today. Um, and uh, as somebody who's been approached by so many different charities over the years and every year, I try to be more and more careful and judicious in my selection of things that are um, responsible in terms of how they uh, use the money that comes in, how much money goes for overhead and how much money goes for um, the the cause. And I've learned uh, a lot about JNF actually in the last uh, decade. And I've seen um, the the incredible work that they do. I know some of the things you, you did not mention this morning. Yeah, I don't, I don't please. Know you, you spoke about water. Right. So uh, Avi Orish wrote a book about the in- innovation in Israel. And Israel basically, in spite of the fact that we read every day that the, the line by the Kinneret, uh, by the Sea of Galilee, is still too low in spite of the torrential rains they've been getting in Israel. But Israel basically is, a, is independent in terms of water. And a lot of that has to do with the work of JNF. Um, JNF, uh, one wouldn't think that this is an area in JNF, but JNF works with uh, uh, children who are de- developmentally disabled. Right. I don't know if you spoke about yes. LOTEM this morning. You sure. did? Okay. Uh, fire. Uh, right. They had the fires a couple of years ago in Israel, which is the organization that gets all the fire trucks that make sure that they're distributed appropriately and uh, make sure that Israel is as, as sufficient as possible in terms of fighting fires. And fires are not only a function of a hot summer in the Middle East, they're also a function of terrorism. They're also a function of, uh, unfortunately, the, uh, the possibilities of war and rockets that land uh, in the country. And it's uh, JNF that's at the forefront in, in protecting the people of Israel from fires, which is a very, very important thing as well. In front of you is a tulip made from uh, rocket material that landed in Steyrot. Uh, because oh, it's growing. Look at that. And imagine there's, that. There's, a, there's, a, there's a, a bee made out of rocket material from Steyrot that's flying over the tulip. Yeah, it's the, the magic of Woodmere. That's what happens out here. Incredible. Uh, is there a special project that you remember, because I'm sure there are many, a special project from your synagogue where you said, guys, ladies, let's let's purchase something. Let's purchase this and send it to Israel via JNF. Is there anything specific so you we, remember? We've done two things with JNF in our community. One of the fire trucks. Um, we gave Gush Etzion their first new fire truck in over 30 years. Wow. Um, and uh, we, we when they had the fires in... Um, in Israel, a couple of years ago, we, we donated two more fire trucks. We raised a lot of money. Other individuals in our community have been inspired, and they have personally have sponsored fire trucks. I would say our community is uh, responsible for about, uh, directly or indirectly, for about 10 fire trucks in Israel. So I'm very proud about that. Um, I have kids who live in Israel, and of course, we want our kids to be protected. We want all of our people to be protected. So, um, so you've toured areas of Israel that have secure playgrounds that they were built yes, by JNF. Yes, I have toured in, in Steyrot. There's right. a, a beautiful play, playground that was uh, built by JNF. It's indoor. It's a, uh, it's a great facility also. Rocket-proof. Rocket-proof Unfortunately, in, in it's certain necessary. parts. Right. In other words, it's a playground where you can easily, within a few seconds, get right. to a safe area in the playground. Yeah, that was, uh, that was built by JNF. Uh, I've taken my uh, my grandchildren in Israel to see um, the incredible work of JNF, and uh, we've been north and, and south, as you said. I mean, north in the in the Golan with, with the water, and south in the Negev, where they and Stay Road has also been involved in building, um, uh, helping build a great facility for um, uh, what's the name of the organization that uh, deals with um, also kids who are developmentally disabled. Ale Ale Negev. That's Ale too. You know, you're a great rabbinic leader, Rabbi Billet. 
And now we're about to... I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I'm t- trust me. I'm, I'm giving the affirmation here. You're the son of a rabbi, so that you, you're not... You're not you're, you're puzzle-aidus on that. Oh, uh, unfortunately. I, I was thinking you were going to say it's much more meaningful that way, but all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we're about to enter the Parshios where uh, the Jewish people eventually will, uh, will uh, arrive at their destiny in the uh, land of Israel after a very, very long journey. And earlier this morning with one of our guests from Israel, we were discussing how isn't it amazing if you tried to convince an American to move into a dangerous area or to a remote area of this country from wherever, from the Upper East Side or from wherever, they would be so skeptical and likely would turn down the offer. In Israel, it seems to be just the opposite. The spirit already exists. The pioneering spirit already exists to get to the north, to get to the south, and to even go and be part of the 45 new families in Stay Road, which is amazing with everything that's been going on over the last few months. All they need is the information. All they need is the infrastructure. All they need is the direction of how do we do it. Isn't it amazing how in Israel it's exactly the opposite? Um, well, yes. In Israel, there's a lot of idealism. Uh, I, frankly, in terms of the, the south and parts of the north, uh, there's not enough pioneering spirit. They need a lot more Jews up, up in the north. Um, there is a, an area called the Triangle, the Mishulash, right. which has a, a huge Arab population. And the Arab pop- parts of the Arab population, I shouldn't say all the pa- Arab population, are hostile to Israel. You look right. at the Arab members of the Knesset, uh, they are not good. There are Arabs now who are serving in the IDF, by the way, incredibly courageous people. Uh, so there's a lot of good to say about the um, Arab, the Israeli Arabs, but there's also a lot of concerns. And uh, so, uh, as they say, liahated ha-galil, liahated ha-negev, to uh, Judaize the galil, the negev is very, very important in order to, uh, for security concerns and simply to be able to maintain this tiny country, really smaller than New Jersey, as a Jewish state, it's a it's a struggle every day, and you do have a lot of idealistic people. I must I might add, by the way, in America you have idealistic people as well. I mean, Woodmere people had the guts to move to Woodmere, and that that was a tremendous sacrifice that people made. Are any of the people in Woodmere do they have the guts to move to Israel? Uh, some some uh, do some, go. Some people, yes, we have a, a number of a good number of families that made Aliyah, and their children certainly made Aliyah. Of course, the people when their children <laughs> make Aliyah, <coughs> they go <coughs> they come to the rabbi, and the rabbi tells them to check the mezuzahs. <laughs> Because, you know, they have a big problem. You know, it, the two biggest problems of families and community is, oh, Rabbi, I have a big problem. My kids are making Aliyah. Well, the other one is they want to stay for Shana Bet for the second year. So I always tell them, check your mezuzahs. You, gotta, you have a big problem. What would our ancestors say, right? Well, what can I tell you? Look, our ancestors had a war. You know, you, you spoke, um, Nachum, about uh, the Jews coming to the land of Israel. Right. And one of the things that the Jews are threatened with, my God, is that if you don't do things the right way, if you have Tashamayim, you wouldn't have rain. That's a big concern in Israel. They've had a drought for a good number of years now. And the, the incredible work of JNF has helped. Um, I think God wants us to do that. God wants us to work hard sometimes. It has helped, you know, as I said before, solve the water right. problem. All right, there are a lot of great causes. You want people to certainly pay their synagogue membership. But when it comes to JNF, this is going to be at the top of your list for year-end donations. This is one of your great recommendations that people should make sure to have on their short list, or maybe even long list, of where to donate to, especially this time I, of year. The JNF should be on your list. It's on my list. We try to give a, a for, what, for us, a significant donation every year to JNF, and um, we're proud of that. You know, sometimes people think that the only thing that's important in Israel is uh, Judea and Samaria. And that's very important, uh, but people forget that Israel is a big country and they, Israel has a lot of needs. And JNF really addresses the basic needs. You can't live without water, and, uh, and you can't live under fire. Right. So it's really great. 
Have you decided how you're going to incorporate JM and the AM in your weekly sermon this Shabbos, or that hasn't come to mind yet? Yes, I decided. I'm actually not going to be in the synagogue this Shabbos. There you go. Uh, my luck. Because my daughter, thank God, who lives in America, unfortunately, uh, one of my daughters, uh, had a baby boy. So we're going, we're going for the Shalom Zachar to... Um, to uh, Riverdale, and but if anyone in Riverdale wants to come and talk to me about J and F, uh, I'll be happy. Or J M and the A M, you'll be or J M and the A M, certainly J M and the A M. You'll be more than happy to J-M discuss it with them. Right? I mean, you know, <laughs> Riverdale somewhat, uh, you know, has a it, there's a, it is a liberal community in some sections, and J and F, J M and the A M, and is very um, pro Judea and Samaria. So I may have to, um, you know, really. Um, Put a with all the in. with all the reputations that I've had precede me, that one has, never has been a great concern, frankly. <laughs> a lot of people in Riverdale appreciate the show, Rabbi. Trust me. I'm sure they do. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the show. I, I remember you as a my student, and I said, "This guy will never be anything." <laughs> Is and, that what you said at that time? And look at him! Look at him! He's such a success. So I disproved you. You're saying you 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 disproved me when I was a teacher <laughs> every day. Rabbi Billet, always a pleasure, to say the least. Always a pleasure. And okay. thank you for your support of the Jewish National Fund. Thank you. Nice pleasure to see you again and thank to see you. all the wonderful JNF staff here. More coming up. You're listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM. Sugs 
תציירי כל היום מול הטבע, ואני אשרוק לך אותה מנגינה. That was my conversation with Rabbi Heshi Billet. Next up is Michael Buzzy Green, JNF Northern New Jersey Marketing Chair. The topic, JNF and New Jersey. He's next here at the Nahum Siegel Network. This is Michael Buzzy Green. Uh, may I call you Buzzy? You absolutely should call me Buzzy. I should call him Buzzy. <laughs> I don't think anybody would know if you said Michael. <laughs> Buzzy Green. <laughs> Buzzy Green is a JNF Northern New Jersey marketing chair and we get an opportunity to discuss some of the things that new jersey is doing to assist in the efforts of the jewish national fund good morning to you good morning i am sure it wasn't easy coming all the way out to long island to join us we wanted to expand this conversation to include new jersey as well so thank you well thank thanks for having me here and it was an interesting ride it certainly uh, wasn't as bad as i expected or wasn't as good as it could have been it's all good thank god (laughs) being a kid from new jersey as i am I would suspect that there is a long-time relationship between the Jewish communities of New Jersey and the Jewish National Fund. So interestingly enough, we had an event last uh, Teaneck Reception. Yeah. The Teaneck Reception is the longest-running Jewish National Fund event in the United States, 51 years and going. So for 51 consecutive years, the Teaneck event has happened and every year, we, thank God, we do very, very well, Baruch Hashem. And this wow. year, we raised over 100 grand for Nefesh Benefesh, one of the great partners of JNF. That partnership is simply remarkable, how uh, JNF and Nefesh Benefesh have teamed up to bring as many North American Jews to Israel. That's simply remarkable. All right, um, what, what, can we, what can we talk about when it comes to New Jersey? I would assume that New Jersey is uh, divided up into different chapters. How does it work out there? So actually, uh, I'm from the North New Jersey Northern chapter, New Jersey. which is North New Jersey, and now we also go into Rockland County. Got it. So we're not uh, anywhere down from, I guess, Secaucus down. We don't, we don't deal with that. That's <laughs> Southern New Jersey or Got Middle it. Jersey. But obviously, the, the demographics have changed in Jersey over the 51 years that we're running this event. And certainly in the Teaneck and the uh, Englewood and Paramus and Phelon, there's obviously a lot more of the what you would call orthodox community that has grown in the last 50 years there. And so the last 
dozen years or so that I've been involved, we've been targeting that community to understand what JNF really is and what JNF really does. And why it's so important to support them because they are building and continuing to build Israel. And that's what most people, if you ask them, what is JNF? They don't get it. And they'll it. say they don't get it. They say, oh, JNF, that's trees. That's a blue box right. like you have in front of me here. Right. The bottom line is the, the amount of programs that JNF is involved in. You had some of them this morning. Sure. I was listening to Yedidja Harush on the way here. You talked to the people in Gush Etzion and Shani about what's going on over right. there. You talk to Rabbi Fass from Nefesh Benefesh. Sure. You talk to all of the partners that you deal with over there, whether it's special in uniform, whether I, the Arava. You talk about, uh, you know, I had this past summer when we were in Israel for a few weeks. I took 15 of my closest friends on a bus trip on Wednesday. And for those of you who don't know, on Wednesday mornings in Jerusalem, there's a bus trip that JNF sponsors, you can go online and find out about it, and it'll take you to the secret bullet factory in Rehovot, right. which is part of the JNF does heritage sites. Then it takes you down to, um, to Beersheva, where they show you all the work they're doing on, rec uh, on reclaiming the, the water and the purple pipes they talk about and all that. Then you have a great lunch, the most magnificent lunch you've ever had in the place called the Golden Goose. But then you go to Stay Road, which you, you talk about the indoor playground. And my friends, are, and, and they're sitting there going, what is this? I never heard of such a thing. So Why is it necessary? What, what? So then you start to explain <laughs> sure. the 10 seconds, and they couldn't have a Ferris sure. wheel. In it. And they go, really? JNF is doing that? And, you go, and I go, yes, that's what I'm trying to explain to you. JNF is involved in all those aspects of everyday life in Israel for every people, whatever it is. We have a lot of New Jersey listeners, as you know. Yes. How do they get involved? What, what could you tell them? Uh, to inspire them to at least check out what you're doing and why it's such important work. What can you tell them? So there's a couple of things. Number one, the first thing they should, they should understand is that we hold two events a year. The one event we just held in Teaneck. The next event that we're holding is the JNF Breakfast. The mm -hmm. JNF Breakfast, which is a Bergen County and Rockland County-wide event, will be on Sunday, May 5th. I know it's a, a, a ways yeah, from, so now, well from now. But there's a lot of things to do in before that. But that breakfast we'll be hosting um, uh, uh, Alan Dershowitz. Sorry. And Alan Dershowitz will be giving, a, obviously, a discussion of different things going on in Eretz Yisrael today. I understand they're looking for good moderators, uh, so, that, uh, so, so maybe your name will come up and we'll, do, we'll see that. But I, what I think they need to understand, and, and I've gone to many different rabbis in Orthodox, conservative, reform, you have to understand that with all of the partners that we have, there's something for everyone. If you don't want to be here and you don't want to do that and you want to be involved in water reclamation and desalinization and you want to be involved in nefesh benefesh or, or special to, needs or, special or education needs. There's the, all these all things this. you have so a thing many. called special in uniform right. which is it's such, such a great an program incredible, it's an incredible program you have the Alexander Muss High School. Right. You have so many different things. So wherever you come from, whatever your political beliefs are, wherever you stand in the spectrum, you have to say, this is the place. If I have any belief in Eretz Yisrael as a country, as a people, as a land, this is where I have to be involved. There are many great organizations out there, Nachum. You know them. We all sure. hear from them. We see them all the time. But the bottom line is the, the JNF encompasses so much that's where you have to get involved. I will be going over the next two months to every rabbi of every synagogue 
in yeah. Bergen County of and Rockland type. County. Every type. This is not just, mm -hmm. okay, the board. Buzzy Green is, right. is that. So there's across, a, the across the board, I'm going to go to every rabbi and I'm going to say, listen, how can your shul get involved? What is it? You have an Israel committee. What do they want to do? Do they want to host a parlor meeting? Do they want to host something to do with the, the trees and the arva? Do they want to get fire trucks? Right? We raised from Ketatora, we raised f uh, money for a fire truck last year. The shuls really uh, came through with the fire truck. Yeah, That's right. The shuls a really lot of synagogues through. came through with that. Because you know why? Because people see a, 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 a building or a, yeah, a, a, and a tangible it's a, truck. It's a tangible that, thing that's correct, in front of them. Correct. They don't necessarily understand purple right. pipes and right. water and all of that. Right. Although my grandchildren still say, Zadie, what's the story with the purple <laughs> pipes, you know? <laughs> so we have that joke. But the bottom line is you get to see all of this. So I'm going to go to every synagogue. And, and we have a new professional person up in Bergen County called Jacqueline Yehudiel. Good morning, Jacqueline. Good I'm morning. sure you're listening. And you guys understand that Jacqueline and I are going to come to every rabbi, reform, conservative, orthodox, wherever you are, and say, hey, guys, the time has come. We need your help to everybody understand what it is we actually do. Amazing. Buzzy Green is with us. Anybody out there wants to get involved in JNF in northern New Jersey or Rockland County, he is the man to speak with. Um, JNF is doing amazing work in Jersey and in turn doing amazing work in Israel. That's what it's all about. Uh, there's uh, plenty of programs, as uh, Buzzy mentioned, that are upcoming, uh, which we'll be reminding people about as we get closer and closer. All we ask now is that you support the work of JNF. Go to JNF.org, support the work of JNF. And if anyone wants specific Jersey information, is there somewhere to send them? Or uh? I mean, the, the bottom line is you, you can email me. Okay, you can call me. I'll, I'll even, I don't know, should I give Please, up my cell phone number? you're willing to. My cell phone number is 201-675-4717. I will answer any question. I will talk to anybody. And anyone who wants to get involved, call me and say to me, listen, we have this or we have that. And I'll figure out how to do it with Jacqueline and get you involved. Because the most important thing to understand is we need to keep this vision going and we need to build on it in Bergen County and Rockland County. All right. Go Jersey, Buzzy. That's all. Go and Jersey. go JNF. Well, go look, go JNF. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know about Jersey so much. But let's say go go Jersey support for JNF. How about there you that? Go. That's a good one, Malcolm. Thank you very much. A pleasure. JNF.org for information <laughs> and to donate, of course. Go to JNF.org. You're listening to a... Uh, you're listening to a special Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM live from Gotta Get a Bagel on Broadway in Woodmere at the Nahum Siegel Network. That was my conversation with Buzzy Green. Next conversation is with Michael Kessler, Long Island Tri-State President and President of MACOR and member of several JNF task forces. My conversation with Michael Kessler next on JM Rewind here at the Nahum Siegel Network. We've had an amazing morning with JNF, with the Jewish National Fund, and we remind everybody to give generously now toward the end of the year to JNF. Go to JNF.org, JNF.org. And Michael Kessler is the Long Island Tri-State President and President of MACOR, serves on uh, uh, many JNF task forces, and is here this morning at JM and the AM. A pleasure to welcome you to JM and the AM. Well, thanks for having me. And, you know, I love schlepping from Dix Hills to the Five Towns. <laughs> but, you know what? So we did you a favor, huh? <laughs> but I get to schlep, you know, twice a year you know, rep representing. Sorry about that. I Go get ahead. to schlep twice a year representing JNF to Israel right. to see where everybody's hard-earned dollars that they donate to the Jewish National Fund are spent and 
what we accomplished there. On the most recent trip, what did you see? Anything noteworthy on the most recent one? Well, you know, I have a long history with JNF and um, Tri-State President, which encompasses we have five boards in New York. We right. have New York City. We have Long Island. We have northern New Jersey. We have Westchester, Connecticut, and we have the JNF Futures, which, by the way, is the fastest-growing uh, demographics in JNF, people under 40 that are major donors that give $5,000 of their hard-earned money to the people in the land of Israel. The fastest-growing demographics in JNF. Who would believe it for an organization that that's so... so 117-year-old organization, unbelievable. and the 40-year-olds are connecting, under 40. Um, you know, I usually find in philanthropy that it's around the late 30s that people get involved because they're at that family stage. Right. But anyway, so I get to travel to Israel twice a year for the Jewish National Fund. Um, I've been doing it for quite a while. You know, I went when I was 15 years old with um, Israel Summer Happening, which was AZ, the defunct AZYF. Right. My parents said, if we're going to spend the money, you're going to go to Israel. Not on some Jappy team tour. On <laughs> <laughs> a real tour of Israel. A real tour of Israel. <laughs> so I went, and I loved it. But you know what? It took me 30 years to get back, and that was kind of because my li life takes trips. Right. I got to Israel. I had a picture of me when I was 15 years old. I showed the guy. The guy had taken your passport. He goes, welcome back. I said, this is the last time I was in Israel. That's a beautiful story. Great. So anyway, my story transforms a lot, and it's personal. Um, my, my in-laws are Holocaust survivors. Um, after the war, my father-in-law went through the camps, um, the DP camp. He went to Palestine at the time, and he settled in the Gush Etzion region. Wow. He was one of the founders of um, one of the kibbutzes there. And he got captured by the Jordanians in the War of Independence. Right. Um, and was in a Jordanian prison camp. The only good thing to come out of it, if a good thing come, is that when he was released, the Red Cross published his name and he found he had some living relatives. So that's the good thing. Um, I got involved in JNF probably 16 years ago. I was dinner chair for, and a tree of life dinner. Jeff Levine, who is now chairman of the board, was honored. He, he asked me to be dinner chairman. I gladly said yes, and the rest is history. I've been uh, Long Island president for the past six years, and now I'm tri-state president. Michael Kessler is with us, Long Island tri-state president and president of Makor. Explain what Makor is. Makor is a group of people like me, uh, like-minded, that want to help the land of people of Israel, and we're from throughout the country. There's about 35 of us strong, and we speak freely and openly about JNF, all for free. And any organization that requests, and we also... Ah, that's why it's known as the Speaker's Bureau. Right, and also we try to raise money. Um, so anyway, getting back to my personal sure. story, because it's, it's very interesting, sure. and I think you'll like yeah, it. of course. Um, when we wanted to make a major contribution, because I can't ask people to donate to something I don't, I'm not vested in, my wife and I said, let's honor your father while he's still alive, and he's 92. Um, what does he like to do? He likes gardening. Well, they were building a new museum visitor center at the Gush Etzion. We said, let's sponsor the landscaping and the gardens of the Gush Etzion visitor center in honor of your father. I love it. A I true survivor, it. Mayor right. Yushirovitz. And building Israel with his own and hands. Build, built Israel with his own hands. Right. Well, sometimes things work slowly in Israel, despite it being <laughs> the great country of technologically advanced. Um, and... Five years later, the, it was done, and not only what did we do? 
well, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, Israel. my kids, my wife, my niece and nephew, we all went to Israel. We had a Kessler family mission. We dedicate these gardens. He was so proud. You should have seen the look on his face. And not only that, but every living relative in Israel came to the dedication. And not only that, let me tell you how JNF is a family. There were probably about 150 people in Israel on various missions at the time. And I would say a dozen of them came in minivans to support my family and I on this dedication. Took time out of their missions, seeing the great work that the Jewish National Fund to come to this dedication. But we didn't stop there. One project done, what's next? Well, there's a little known, I'd say probably the third most famous site in Israel. Uh, uh, We have Masada, we have the wall, and we have this secret underground ball factory called the Alion Institute, which I'm sure many of you have been to. Sure. And you had no idea the connection with the Jewish National Fund. Well, Jewish National Fund sponsors is in partnership with the Society for Preservation of Israel Heritage Sites, which does 120 heritage sites throughout the country. And nobody really knows. And when I ask my friends, have they been to Israel? And if they have been, I go, have you gone to a JNF site? And most of them say no. And I go, let me see your itinerary. Let's go over what you went. Half of them are JNF sites. And they sites. all, <laughs> half of them are JNF sites, and they all went to this bull factory. Right. So I went there with a critical eye because it's based on a kibbutz from the 1940s. Right. And it was a training ground. And if people that don't know the story, it's, if it wasn't for the secret underground bullet factory making the bullets, there probably would not be in Israel today. Correct. They made millions of bullets that allowed us to have ammunition in the war of 1948. Um, And I went with a critical eye and I said, you know what, we have to update this, we have to update that. There's a lot of visitors, you know. And my family and I decided to sponsor the renovation of the visitor center at the Alain Institute. God bless you. And it's underway. And let me tell you, when you get involved in something with JNF, if you really want to get involved, you get involved. I met with architects. I met with engineers. We discussed planning. We had drawings. And on that same trip, when we dedicated the gardens that we finished, we did the um, groundbreaking for this. And uh, an event like you couldn't believe. A hundred people there. And Shlomo Hillel, who is 95 years old today, one of the founders of Israel, and a real personality... Um, was, who was the general manager of that bullet factory was there and presented us with like a, a document that we signed that you know for this undertaking and it, I, I'll tell you to give and to the land of Israel is there's nothing more rewarding. Yeah, that's for sure. And I'm so glad you mentioned one of the heritage sites because one of the key things. I mean, look, you know it. JNF's doing a million different things at once. One of the key things is really helping us preserve the heritage sites so that we can teach our children what's gone on in modern Jewish history and how critical all these sites have been to our story as a people. And that's, in my opinion, one of the greatest things JNF does. Yeah, and you know, it's Independence Hall. Right. It's the Bullet Factory. Right. It's the Athlete Detention Ammunition Center. Hill. Ammunition Hill. We have a doesn't I could name off the top Even of my head. the Northern head. Visitor Center is amazing. I, mean, I don't know if we'd call that a heritage site, but it's but just an amazing resource for it everybody. It not only teaches the tourists, because we're, <laughs> we're, we're tourists, even though sure. I consider Israel the Jewish homeland, um, but it teaches the Israelis and their kids. Right. And, they, and the people in the IDF go to these heritage sites and they learn. I want to uh, thank very important. I want to thank you for being here this morning. I'm sure you have a lot to uh, be proud of when it comes to Long Island and JNF. 
And it looks like they're getting stronger and stronger out here on Long Island, thank God. Uh, you know, the Long Island is responsible for about 10% of the of the amount we have to raise in, right. uh, in the greater New York area. Right. And we do it, and we do it really with pride, I have to tell you. And I want to thank each and every one of you out there from Long Island and the tri-state area who donates to JNF because I've seen where your money goes firsthand. And I can tell you, it's amazing the work we do. Thank you, Michael. Thank you so much. Michael Thank Kessler, everybody. A pleasure to have you here. Michael Kessler, everybody. Gift to JNF and make it a great year-end donation at JNF.org. JNF.org. And that was my conversation with Michael Kessler. Thanks so much for listening to JM Rewinds. We took a look back at last Thursday at Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere when our friends from the Jewish National Fund joined us. Make sure to be tuned in every single week, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time to JM Rewind, right here at the Nahum Siegel Network.